sometimes. It's true if you look it up. The first thing my husband said when I told him was like, um, you better make it very clear that that's not what it's about when people search. This is not why we're here. But when we really sat and thought about it, uh, Karina was like, you know, hello, beautiful mamas. I'm Crystal. And I'm Karina. And we are the Lonely Moms. Welcome to our first episode of the Lonely Moms podcast. Hooray! Hooray, hooray. (laughs) No, we're so excited that we finally launched this podcast. It's been about a year coming, and we're really excited that you're here along with us. Crystal, how's it going? It's going great. My kids are running amok right now, but everyone is fed. Dad is in charge right now, and I have a little bit of time to slip away and get this thing done. Yep. And my kids are in bed because my kids go to bed early. Not over here. My kids have chronically late bedtimes, but um, it kind of works for us. How late do your kids go to bed? Uh, We're averaging about 9 p.m., sometimes 10 p.m. And for those that uh, need a reference, I have a two-year-old and an eight-month-old. Oh, no. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I need my time. I cannot I survive. I'm a night I'm owl, like though. PM. Good night. Yeah. I'm a night owl, though. I don't go to bed sometimes till 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. So I still get my time. Most mm-hmm. of the time. That's <laughs> a little bit about you. So my name is Crystal. I am the first half of this, second half, however we want to do this. Um, I am a mom of two, as I stated earlier. I have a two-year-old and an eight-month-old. Both were born in the pandemic, and I am an ER nurse. I've been a nurse for about five years. So I'm Karina, and I'm 27. I'll be 28 in June, and I have a five-year-old, almost six-year-old next week son and a two and a half year old girl. And I, right now I'm a stay at home working mom. So I work at home, but it's really, really flexible. I'm a social media assistant, but then I'm also a cosmetologist and I've been a cosmetologist for six years. Uh, saves our lives. Ultimately, Karina is a jack of all trades. I can only provide medical advice and very basic <laughs> Social media skills. Call nurse. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say though, nursing is kind of a curse when you're a mom because, like, motherhood already comes with anxiety, and then you throw in being an ER nurse who sees kids coming in all the time, and I just constantly like make a mental note to myself: Oh, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Kids not doing that. Like, it's (laughs) it's horrible. Like postpartum anxiety add in nursing anxiety with children and you might as well just like put your kids in plastic wrap and call it a day because Literally that's though, just and you're that's like, what Let it me is. Just take a rectal temperature real quick and see. Uh, yes. My kid has a fever. We're checking rectal temps like every two hours to make sure that oh, Tylenol oh has God. worked. For those of you that don't know us, uh, we're going to give you a little backstory on how Karina and I met. Um, we actually met in the height of the covid pandemic as we call it um what was it what was it karina february of 2021 yeah it was like so you remember when clubhouse was a thing whatever happened to clubhouse first of all Clubhouse is so dead it literally Uh, it was was like hype for a few months 
That was supposed to be like the hot thing, right? Like I thought it was going to be big by now and it literally just fizzled out like everything else. But Karina and I were in a clubhouse. uh, It was like social media, network marketing, like how to grow your business. And Mm -hmm. I happened to chime in. I was on maternity leave with my first baby and I was like, oh, I have a six month old and I'm trying to learn the social skills. And Karina hit me up after that clubhouse and she's like, did I hear you have a six month old? Because I have a six month old too. And then our friendship just blossomed. Although funny thing about us is we have been friends for two years now, but um, we have only actually hung out in person twice. (laughs) Karina, (laughs) the time we met was living all the way up in Northern California. So she was a good six hour drive away from me. And now she's all the way in Utah, which is even Mm -hmm. further away. But we've made, uh, we made our first meetup when it was like close to Father's Day in June of 2021. Met up, had some coffee. And then more recently, we spent a magical day, moms only, at Disneyland um, back in October. And I, right? (laughs) Um, And I just have to say, like, Karina is, even though we've only hung out twice in person, she is probably one of my closest mom friends I've ever met. (laughs) Yeah, I would say we text daily. We've almost texted daily for like the last two years. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't even think we miss a beat. And if we did, like, it was not even a whole day. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're trying to get her to move to Utah. Yes. And this is why we need to make sure this podcast blows up because then I can just convince my husband (laughs) that we need to move to Utah and Karina and I are going to be next door neighbors and we're just going to trade off houses every day. We'll have like a big neon sign in our front yard that says the lonely moms. Exactly. And our kids are going to be running wild and we're not going to care because at least we'll have each other to lean on. Exactly. Every week we are going to highlight a motherhood win and a motherhood fail because there's always some wins, but there are a whole lot more fails and that is completely fine. But let's start with the win first. Do you want to take it from here, Karina? Yeah. Okay. Um, my motherhood win this week was we actually started family therapy, just my husband, me and my oldest son went to our first Mm. appointment this week and it went really, really good. We've had some behavior issues and just needed some help with parenting. Um, so we decided to get into with like a, therapist to kind of help us. So that was my motherhood win this week. And then my motherhood fail. Oh, there was like quite a few fails this week. But today, my two year old, shoot, we were like all dressed for church, literally running out the door, we were gonna be late today. Oh, and were we late? We were like an hour late because she decided to mix a yogurt squeeze with kinetic sand and Mm. she made like a little potion and put it in her hair like she was doing shampoo and you're probably like okay like where were you during this process i was upstairs finishing getting ready to go to church jason was down here eating lunch but not paying attention so then i had to like she was all dressed and so cute so then I had to like get her undressed and take her and put her in the bath and her hair was soaking wet. Then we had to get to church. So then we were an hour late. So that was one of my many motherhood fails this week. But, you know, I think we could turn your fail into a win because honestly, like it sounds like she's just expressing her creativity and who allows her to express her creativity. Obviously you. So it's kind of a fail, but it could also be seen as a win. <laughs> All about spreading positivity, but... Primarily, it's probably positive in this situation because I was pissed. (laughs) I'm like so pissed about it. 
Did you scold your husband? I was just like, what were you doing? <laughs> like, what were you doing? He's like, I'm sorry. I was eating lunch. I just wasn't paying attention. It's okay. I forgave him, but oh, I was so mad. Um, while my motherhood win is nowhere near as impressive as yours, which I love that you guys have gotten into therapy. I know that's a big deal for you. I've known you for a while. I've known about your son's behavioral issues, which I've always said too. maybe he's just growing into it. He is about to turn six. There's still a lot that he's growing into, but I'm proud of you guys for that. But my motherhood win, um, and it's a small win, but it's something we've been trying to work on in this house is, uh, yesterday, actually yesterday and today. I managed to have both of me and my kids eat all three meals at our dining room table. Okay. Yes. If you know me, this is a struggle. We are, as much as I didn't want to be, we are definitely a heavy screen time household, especially since I've had the second one, just because it's a struggle to get anything done. You throw on the screen time, you throw on Miss Rachel, you throw on whatever keeps the kids attention. And sometimes that means we are trying to keep the kids attention while they eat so we can enjoy the meal or but we're really trying to foster better eating habits overall with our kids and I don't want my new one to be nearly as picky as my two-year-old is because right now my two-year-old's diet literally consists of carbs and fruit um so we're really trying to just bring it all around and model much better eating behaviors so that's my motherhood win um my motherhood fail goodness so many to choose from Um, But I feel like yesterday, which I already told you this about (laughs) via text, um, my two-year-old, bless his soul, he has never been one, I will just give you a little backstory, he has never been one of those kids that like plays in his poop or anything. I got very lucky in that department. I know Karina has a different story for you with her little one. (laughs) But I was doing my thing in the kitchen, trying to make the kids breakfast, you know, being good mom, Pinterest mom over here, making some banana oat pancakes for the kids. (laughs) And um, I hear my two-year-old say, ew. And I was like, ew, why is he saying ew? He says ew a lot, right? And then I hear ew, poo-poo. And I was like, oh, like, and he's standing over by the diaper pail. And I'm like, oh, did you poop? And then he turns around and I see his backside. And there is like poop all up his cute outfit. It was a little uh, Puma matching sweater and uh, pant set. And then it was on his hands. And um, he had already smeared his hands in several places. And it was like, I tried to lift the sweater off to get him clean because his hands were covered in poop. And it was like the sweater just drug the poop up his back even more. (laughs) Mind you, my eight month old is like crawling all around and I'm like, Oh my God, please don't touch the baby. So like, I'm like running to like throw the baby into his little like stand. And then I like race to the back. Mind the, the stove is still on. I'm trying not to burn some hash browns. And I like, race to the back bathroom, throw my two-year-old in the tub, turn the shower head on, which by the way, like he hates the shower head. He screams when the shower head's on. He likes the bath, but the actual shower head, I think there's too much pressure. And I've been meaning to get like a little kid's shower head for him. He's like screaming. I run back to the kitchen, like turn the stove off really quick. And then I proceed to like scrub him down and everything, get him dressed again. And then only to my surprise, I come back to the kitchen and find a mysterious brown smear on my stove. And then it was like we were playing a game of like, where else did the poop get smeared? And there was poop smeared on the stove and on some of my cabinets and a little (laughs) bit on the floor. 
So that's my motherhood fail. I don't even know if it's a motherhood fail or just like a, I don't know. It's just a motherhood mishap. Why are you like this moment? (laughs) And, and it's funny too, because like he, he was clearly grossed out by the fact. And I think the only reason why it got on his hands is because it went up his back. And so he was like trying to like wipe it off. And then it just turned into a problem. And then, and then because he was hungry before I got him to the bath, he like went over to the countertop because I had a plate with like, um, uh, it was fruit and he wanted the fruit and he started to like grab it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Cause he had like, I didn't know if he had poop on his hands. So it was just utter chaos. chaos. And that is, that's, that is my life. Like 24 seven, you would think I would have it together as a nurse and everything, but no, that, that is my life. <laughs> sharing these stories just kind of like reinforces like why we're here and we started this yep. podcast because That's like why we started this podcast who who else like we know that there are other moms out there like us and i think that this is just a fun place to share it in general so yeah here it is <laughs> so i'm sure you are wondering why we call it the lonely moms podcast maybe some of you have already felt this way before but Um, it kind of came to me while I was actually driving home one night from a really long 12 hour shift. I literally text Karina up and I was like, Hey, do you want to start a podcast? And she was like, yes, let's do it. And the first thing that came to mind is like, what are we going to call it? And, um, initially, initially, I think I had come up with something like mama don't cry. And she's like, that sounds a little too sad. And I was like, that's true. And then I said, the lonely moms. Um, and we kind of played around with that and there was a little bit of side banter on how like, oh, it might sound like soft porn, which (laughs) sometimes it's true. If you look it up, the first thing my husband said when I told him was like, um, you better make it very clear that that's not what it's about when people search. This is not why we're here. But when we really sat and thought about it, uh, Karina was like, you know, I feel lonely right now. And sure enough, like I, I feel lonely, like. 75% of the time. Um, As a mom, as a 32 year old mom to a two year old and an eight month old, you could say that I considered a late bloomer um, as far as my motherhood journey goes, because I did kind of grow up in a small town vibe. I grew up in the mountain, my local mountains, which small town feels. And most of the people, most of the girls I went to high school with, most of the people I used to be friends with, because I don't really talk to anyone from high school. Now I just kind of like Facebook stalk them, Instagram stalk them, because who doesn't do that? Um, they're literally, they already have three and four kids, but their kids are literally like 10 and 12. So they started like fresh out of high school. They married into like the military men and stuff where like me, I had some figuring out to do with my life. I went to community college for a few years. Well, it was like a year. And then I was like, Oh, I can do whatever I want. Took a break from that. Went and got like my medical assistant certificate, then cracked down and went to art like nursing school. And mind you, I've been with my husband 13 years. We've actually been married for, we're coming up on three years now. Um, so like one of the things, the promises he made to my dad when he asked for permission was to like, make sure that I don't get sidetracked, meaning like, make sure like my career is solidified. So like I nursing school and getting my bachelor's degree was a long process. Like we got married after 10 years and I had finished like my nursing degree after about eight years. So then it was like, we, we had, our first pregnancy was kind of like a, a surprise, not a surprise. We were planning on getting pregnant. Um, it's just, my husband wanted to wait more towards the wedding. And because I had been on birth control for so long, I was like, oh, I'm going to go off it now. It's going to take a while. And then the minute I went off of it, we got pregnant. So I had a baby a little bit earlier on, but 
going back to that, like there's no one in my immediate life that is in the, the season that I am in, in motherhood, like they're past the chasing toddlers and behavior and teach, basically teaching them how to be humans, right? Like I'm in the thick of like making sure like my kids stay alive and feeding them and teaching them how to eat and trying to teach them manners. And my two-year-old's barely learning, like not barely learning, but he speech is a thing for him now. Like he's learning how to use words and every day there's a new word, but then there's still so many words that he's missing. And then there's the temper tantrums and the meltdowns. And I'm constantly in a state of like overstimulation and I don't have anyone. I don't have anyone in the season. My closest best friend that's in person is not a mom. Um, kids are just not in her thing and that's totally fine. But like it does cause some difficulties in actually trying to hang out because again, like she's in a completely different offer, like season of me. She wants to hang out without my kids and I'm like, well, my husband works. So like, yeah, we can hang out, but my kids are going to be with me. And then, you know, usually people are like, uh, I don't, I don't want to do that, especially if they're not like, kids and that's fine it's not it's not everyone's cup of tea but for me like that's I think how Karina my friendship really just blossomed because she's kind of in a similar season yeah yeah pretty similar I mean like my kids are like uh two years older than yours three well your one is we have one that's the same age and then you have one that's that's... the same age and then Beckham's just a little bit older but yeah like we're I'm chasing a toddler See, Karina was smarter and spaced out her kids more appropriately. <laughs> I was not. I, I was like, let's have them close the edge. I'm not going to lie. It's been so I, nice. I wanted two little best friends, and eventually they'll be best friends. Right now, my toddler is trying yes. to kill the eight-month-old like 75% of the time. He has his sweet moments. I call it his Sour Patch Kid phase. But it's, <laughs> I, if I could do it all over again, I might have waited maybe until like now to get pregnant again, because then by the time I had the next one speech would probably be way more further developed and he'd be able to grasp concepts more, but you know what? I made this bed. Now I got to sleep in it. (laughs) (laughs) Jason's playing video games upstairs and he's stomping. You need to be one of those old ladies with the broom. We have a single story house, so I cannot relate to that. <laughs> this is my comfort. I always put my hand on my cleavage because it's comforting and it's warm. Oh, uh, well, yep. Your bosom. I, I always do that. Karina puts her hands in her bosom when she's recording her podcast. My bosom, I'm dead. <laughs> and with that, let's end our first episode with a fun giveaway. What two things make any bad motherhood a great day turned around? Target with a side of Starbucks. So we are going to end this episode with a sip and shop giveaway. One lucky mama is going to receive a $75 gift card to shop kid free at Target, as well as a $10 Starbucks gift card to get their snacks and their coffee on or their tea. You might not be a coffee drinker, but you might be a tea drinker, but it is for you to enjoy a kid free Target trip. Buy something nice for yourself. Do not spend that card on your kids, okay? I know it's hard. All my money goes to my kids. But kid-free trip to Target and Starbucks. How are you going to enter to win this giveaway? Well, let me tell you. 
All you got to do is share our podcast and your stories. Make sure you do tag us at the Lonely Moms Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to gain an additional entry, make sure you leave us a review on our podcast after you listen. Simple as that. And we'll announce a giveaway winner on February 22nd. And with that, we'll catch you on our next episode. Yours truly, the Lonely Moms. If you want to get on an even deeper level with us, make sure to join our Instagram page at the Lonely Moms Podcast and our exclusive Facebook group, the Lonely Moms Podcast, so you can connect with other mamas just like you and me. And you might even find some new friends. And we'll see you next time on the Lonely Moms Podcast.